Welcome, welcome, welcome. Active Minds Podcast with Catriel C. Sarfati. I'm excited to be back. We've had a few days of rest, and we're here to hit the ground running immediately on the topic of manifest destiny. But before anything, if you've ever heard that term, it's not what you're thinking. That's not where we're going. It's more manned with destiny. So today I'm actually joined by Mike Chabot, a world-renowned health and fitness expert that has seen the light, essentially, and he's since pivoted and starting to focus on men's health, men's mental health, more not just their body, but mm-hmm. realized that he had more to offer on the health, spiritual, mental side, and it's something that it has been happening, if you haven't noticed, like right now, where men are, uh, things are interesting. And I wouldn't be a good host if I didn't even try to broach this conversation with someone like Mike, because yes, when we talk about business, mm-hmm. we talk about like all this stuff, if things aren't right at home, things yeah. are never going to be right at their office. Yeah, exactly. And, and I know you've seen that. So thank you so much for joining us, dude. Like, thank you I've for actually, me, I really enjoyed our conversation before <laughs> we started. You had a lot of interesting points that I hope you don't discard them because I'd love to, to cover yeah, them. Yeah, sure, bro. But the very first thing, man, the very first thing is you started off something on the fitness space. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, you're, you're, it's a good way to bring people in. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure it's very easy. How many of those people that you brought in to work on their body did you notice were resistant to work <laughs> on their mind? Um, like I would say almost everybody. <laughs> oh, so shit. <laughs> that, that, that's one thing, oh. except um, people that do competition because I used to compete and stuff. So mm-hmm. the athletes are going to stick to the program, but you're still mentally fucked. So let's talk about it. When I was at the peak shape of my life, I was mm-hmm. competing for Mr. Canada. I was also on steroids, um, not high dosage, but it's like you take steroids, you do things and you're so mentally exhausted and you're mentally not there that I was in the best physique, mm-hmm. but I was depressed and I really? was um, on my way to a bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. How, I mean, if you don't want to talk, I understand. <laughs> no, but like, no, yeah, they, what's you, that like, dude? Like being on roids, like, what, um, is it, what does it feel like? What it's, so what, what is steroids, it like? I would say, in my opinion, TRT, so it's testosterone replacement therapy, mm-hmm. is good. Every man as of 30 years old should do a testosterone replacement therapy. Okay. Uh, we hear a lot of story about balls and all that stuff. I think a lot of it is part of the myth. Like, if you have a good doctor mm-hmm. that it know what he's doing and stuff like that, you can still have kid. Don't worry. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, uh, really? You can be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, bro, f- for sure. Like, it, okay. it doesn't really matter if you do things the right way. If you do post cycle, if you're not abusing, and t- testosterone replacement therapy is going to be normally a very low dosage just to bring back your balance of testosterone. Oh, so, okay. a lot of men it's like um, a supplement, really. Yeah, they, okay. like a lot of men, the problem uh, is that they have low testosterone, which cause depression. And as of 30 years old, your testosterone start to decline, which is a major problem. And this is also, we are in a pandemic of testosterone right now. A lot of men don't have enough testosterone. The thing is, a lot of women, mm-hmm. uh, I was just at the biohacking conference and there was a big speech that I heard about all the top doctors and all the top like people in the world mm-hmm. in very different topic. But there was one guy that is like a guy for testosterone and all that stuff. And he was telling a very interesting point about all the women are taking, you know, the the pills for contraception and all that stuff. Yes, We know it's bad for for their health, but what about our health? Because in USA, especially, I think all over the world, but mostly USA, I know for sure, we don't filtrate and we don't clean the water on those specific hormones. So we drink the water, we shower, we do things, and those hormones infiltrate the man's body and it's fucking up our whole system. So I would say that if you do things properly, testosterone is good for you. Uh, on the other end, a lot of competing athletes, um, they could abuse, they're not in the right uh, space. And mm-hmm. a lot of people 
a lot of people go into competing either after a breakup or things like that. It's just a, a copying mechanism. So it, yeah, it's not putting bad. Putting hurt into the yeah. gym. Yeah. It's not bad, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I noticed that this doesn't go hand in hand when if your mental health is good. I mean, you can have a very amazing physique. You can be in a good shape, um, but you need both. Like that. that's what I, I realized. So um, I don't need to be as big anymore. I don't really like that physique anymore. Now I do, I'm certified yoga, breath work. Uh, I do health, I do I, neuroscience. I, I like to study the body and I wanna be healthy on the inside and on the outside. And a lot of my clients, what happened through the years with thousands of clients, I noticed that people are not following up. They don't wanna really eat the food. They don't wanna do things and it's not them. It's a subconscious mind because it controls 95% of your actions. So that's where I was like, okay, just helping people. Normally they could mm -hmm. stick for six months, they have amazing result, then they go out. Like you, you've been training, right? So you have on and, on and off and stuff like that. Yeah, so. yeah I've been on the off. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been on the off, yeah. It's, it's I can't hard. wait to get back in, dude. It's I'm hard so to pumped. stay consistent. Man. Yeah. Um, so for a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. uh, women included, like yeah. going to the gym and stuff, it's like if you don't make it a habit and, and put it in your subconscious pattern and, and stuff, mm -hmm. it's people were not sticking. And as of 19 years old, I saw Tony Robbins and I started personal development. Even at 15, I started, but mostly at 19, I started reading more books and stuff. At that time, I only wanted money and stuff like that, but I knew I wanted to be kind of a new version of Tony Robbins, like my own Tony Robbins and stuff. Okay, so your own, your own champion, your own hero. Yeah, like it's good to have inspiration, guys, but you can take certain quality of people that you respect and you make your own persona out yeah, of it. So true. I knew I wanted to kind of be like inspiring people and doing the work that he's doing in my own way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what can I be one of the best in the world? And it was uh, fitness and health. And I knew I needed a tool for future. Um, but then I realized that a lot of people, even if they were healthy and in amazing physique, mentally, they were not present. And not only mentally, spiritually and stuff like that, they were not happy and fulfilled. So yeah, it was a big problem. The, uh, have you ever heard of the term manifest destiny by any chance? No. <laughs> so Manifest like it. Destiny, it, it has a negative connotation to it because of its inception was basically the Puritans, the pilgrims uh, that came to America, the founding fathers, right? They came here like, mm -hmm. it's, it's, I got to conquer because I'm owed this and this is my place in the world. And we've seen it in other places like the Third Reich and so on and so on. But there's something in that, that even in that, the way it was used negatively can be used positively. Mm -hmm. And basically, it, there's this sense of inevitability. As mm -hmm. it, it's inevitable. I'm going yeah. to conquer all. I'm going to get my thing. Um, but with your message, the reason I brought it up and I, why I think that I would like to broach this topic is because there is this like life by design thing. Or like some people like to say like you brought up Andrew Tate earlier and he's something I heard him say was like you got to break the matrix. I've, others, I've heard others say, you know, change your programming. So mm -hmm. All it's a saying the same thing. Yeah. All those things are the same thing. <laughs> Basically design things your way. Um, yeah. And it also requires a like you for your foundation to be taken care of yeah. you focus on the foundation mm -hmm. so one of the things that 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 comes to mind is for example you brought there was a video and i brought it up to you when you first walked in i was like hey i saw a video that you did where it's obviously it's you <laughs> but you're like um basically like, oh look somebody's ugly ha 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 and you're like yeah. nope not my business mm -hmm. that comes from a place of foundation yeah and when it comes to and i'm gonna it sounds like a rant at this point but when it comes to where men are, especially let's talk about like 19 through 36, that, yeah. that weird window, right? You deal with that window a lot. Yeah. What is the main thing you're noticing that will help that group of men gain a foundation? Because right now they're being bombarded by a bunch of things. Depression is through the roof. Through the I roof. meet so yeah. many men. It's weird too. I meet so many men 
that are like afraid to say anything, to do anything. Yeah. There's like this meekness. I'm not saying all of them. And then I see on the other side, guys label themselves alpha, or now there's a thing called sigma. <laughs> but I see them doing the same thing as the other one. They're just yeah. doing it in a different way. So I guess long, long-winded thing to ultimately say, what do you think would be the first thing for, for those eight, that age group to focus on in terms of foundation? 19 through 36. I would say don't let society pressure you. So society, um, and I was, I was part of, of that pressure, like you want to succeed young. You see all those, now also with social porn. media, you see all those uh, young millionaire, young billionaire, like from a uh, tech company, from crypto, from this, from that. And, and I know you want women. I know you want a lot of things. I know you want a nice car, a nice house, all that, that stuff. Don't get me wrong. It's good pleasure. But don't let it control your life. That would be why men get depressed because they compare themselves. They think that that's the only thing that think that's that's happiness. And we talked about the Jim Carrey speech that he says, I wish everybody was rich and famous. So they understand that it doesn't mean anything. If you're not happy inside, uh, you're not going to be grateful for what's coming if you can be grateful for what you have now. So I think pressure on men is enormous. And that's what I like about Andrew Tate message. I know um, we were talking with, 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 with Stu. <laughs> yeah. um, the message can be seen as rough, but I've been studying psychology, neuroscience, and all that, this, that thing for 15 years. I know I can see the message being behind. I know what he means, really. I know that this guy is a genius in marketing. He wants to trigger people because we are in a short spam society that only see a few things. But if you look behind the message, he took the bullet so men can regain their power. And I'm not saying that man is... Would you consider him a martyr or a hero then, if that's the case? Um, it sounds like he... I'm, I'll ask you answer. I'll let you answer. I mean, I wouldn't say hero. It's just he stood up and he said, if he's popular, it's because a lot of men felt the message. Like, it came right here. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of... I believe in, in, in that we're all human. Women and men are equal in terms of we all deserve the same love and respect. Uh, but we have different role and, and that's what I think he's trying to bring. It's like, if we go back to um, like the basic, we have different role, different force, different strength. Like in my relationship, I know what my woman is better at mm -hmm. and I know what I'm better at. And she respect me in my strength and I respect her in her strength. My company, Road to Abundance, um, I wouldn't have built it without her. Like. I, I know for a fact, and I thank her, from, I'm super grateful for it, because she has a strength on some stuff, like like um, structure and all that thing. I'm a very intelligent man, and I have, I have a lot of knowledge. I read so many books, did so many certification training and all that stuff, studying three, four hours a day for the last 12 years. But when it came down to putting in structure and stuff, she helped me. She has her strength. We, we are different strengths, so I help her in her business to see different vision. And I think that's what we need to bring back. Uh, saying that man is strong is not insulting woman. It's not saying that woman is weak. Like you said, the, the mentality of um, men's, men's manifestation, the, the, the manifestation, manifest so destiny, yeah. It's inevitable. I think that being a king doesn't mean if I see myself as a king and I deserve the world and I want what's best and that's the life I'm creating for me, it doesn't mean you're shit. You can be your own king, bro. Like, I'll respect you and you can... You deserve to the best and there's abundance. That's why my brand is called Road to Abundance. There's abundance for everyone. There is enough, And if yeah. I see you with a nice car and business, I'll respect you. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna ask you how you did it, bro. And I really wanna learn from you because bro, there's abundance everywhere. And I think 
men feel pressure and and even women like i can't speak as a woman because mm. i'm not in terms of the pressure that they feel either for business or whatever but as men i can understand because i've been there yeah that we feel pressure to have amazing business the car this that that and it's kind of expected for us to be like that that's true um actually that was one of the first things we talked about when you first came in which was like mm -hmm. the roles and responsibilities and yes there are social norms and it doesn't matter where you go in the world there's going to be you know <laughs> like for example I loved um, anthropology for years. And there is this place in Asia, specifically China. It's a small town mm -hmm. where the women are technically the men, it, as in how, if we do reverse. So the women there can have children with as many men as they want. The men have a lower place in society and the men don't actually know which one is their son. In fact, yeah, yeah, exactly. So if wow. us three were here, we would all be betrothed to like a woman or like two women, whatever. And then they would have kids and then we all communally raise that child. So that, like a, a boy or a girl would, would, grow, would be raised by like four or five different men and then their mother. And then the mother can send us away at nighttime. So when you look at that, right, in one side of the world and you see how <laughs> things are here, you're like, whoa, like that's kind of cool. Very interesting. Like it, same planet, just completely different worlds. Mm -hmm. um, but stuff like that lets me know that things are possible. Change is possible. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Like even generationally, we will see that, especially in business, we will see that mm -hmm. um, where people be like, no, I need my place. You know, if you look at things now with equality and equity and all that other stuff, and we're shaking up how businesses work, you know, I mean, I probably will get shit for this, but like, I've learned, experience has taught me that if there's not a woman at the helm of a company, whether it be operations, growth, whatever, I'm like, I'm a little skeptical. Because my experience, like, I grew up with badass women. Like, all of them had mm -hmm. their own thing. Mm -hmm. So as I grow up and like some of them are like, oh, I, I can't do that because I'm a woman. I'm like, that's weird. And then I would see men say that like, oh, she can't do it because I'm like, mm, my experience is different. Yeah. And I bring that up because you've had a different experience. Yeah. What has your experience been like in the business side of things? Okay, so I understand that women uh, are needed in business. You, you can't just run a business based of Yeah, men. I mean, like look at your business. You literally yeah. said like I had all this knowledge and she helped me structure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, each sex or each person, whatever, has their own strength. Yeah. Uh, what I've seen is... Women are emotional, very mm -hmm. emotional. Their emotional behavior, mm -hmm. we know it, uh, it's, it's, it's been proven. They react more emotionally to things than men. And, and an example, a basic example, I'm not saying every company, I'm not saying women are, are like, I'm not talking bad about, like I was, in, I was working for TD Bank mm -hmm. and I remember clearly something, um, a situation uh, that women were in charge, right? Mm -hmm. And it was in the Montreal center and Toronto, it was a men's center. And we were competing like very hard. And, uh, women in charge in the, there was some decision that were made out of emotion that shouldn't have been made. Like I remember really? one guy, uh, I remember him cause he was the only guy beating me in the stats, bro. This guy was a killer, like 600% as, as a objective and stuff. He was a little overweight, like three, 400 pounds, but he was doing the work and it was a call center and stuff like that. The guy was also doing, um, benevola is it the word in English, like, um, when you do free work for, for people, like uh, for the company, um, non-profit kind of work. Um, Shit, there's a word for that. Uh, but yes, I, I yeah, know what you're I, saying, yeah. So Shit, I can't remember the word right now. <laughs> yeah. So he was doing all that. He was, bro, model, employee model. And um, there was a, a job that was offered for a resource officer. Resource officer is someone that need to be very knowledgeable because all the other employees are calling those people to know what's up. Like, hey, I'm having trouble with this client. This is a situation. And I remember clearly this guy didn't get the promotion. And then I was friend with all the boss and, and, and everyone. And I'm, I'm going and I'm like, how the fuck does this girl got the promotion? The answer, you want to know what it was? 
um, she's going to get a kid she need to raise. And I'm like, wow, this is bad. Like, this is bad. Oh, I'm not saying that all the saying. women are reacting like that in business. No, that was, very that, good, that was something you witnessed. But that's what I witnessed. And I remember, I can tell you a situation. One of my best friends now, when I met him first time, we almost got into a fight. It was this close. I was out of a bar and we started like pushing each other. The cup was there. I'm like, you're very lucky today. And one year later, I'm applying for a job. He's the manager. So I arrive, I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. And I'm like, wow, this is bad. He looked at you, you're very lucky today. <laughs> I, I look at him, he looks at me, I'm like, is it what I think? He's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. He's like, and then he looked at my skills and he's like, you're hired. Why? Because he didn't think of emotion. He thought about, am I good for the business? And I know for myself, I can only speak for myself. I'm mm -hmm. not like, again, I don't have uh, this. I can speak out of experience. That's what I can do. It's not a judgment, it's experience. Like mm -hmm. he could put aside his feeling and hire me and I know based on my experience that sometimes women have a hard time doing that if they're emotion. I've seen it. I have two sister friends, women get into a fight. And it's the end of the world. Like mm -hmm. how many times you like I had arguments with my friend, like the next day we're cool. Like, fuck, bro, you shouldn't have done that. Fuck off. And then that's it. So a few things, <laughs> a few things I have. I, I want to unpack that. <laughs> my retort to that mm -hmm. is that my experience has taught me that if we so there's, you know this because you, you've done yoga, breath work, mm -hmm. et cetera. So you know like there's masculine and feminine energy. Yeah, right? both, both sex have it. Ex yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when I learned to embrace the feminine one and find a little bit of balance, that's when I was more powerful. Of and, course. And the same thing with like my partners in my life. And so yeah. like I've noticed the same thing. Like when they're like misaligned, eh, like it can be the emotional one. Cause like, Oh shit, I'm gonna get in trouble. When I moved here to Miami, I have never met more bitches in my life that were men. I meet oh, more like, I like meet more bitches like here. Latina were strong, you mean? Like No, bitches as in like emotional. Like they're needy and emotional. Oh, men that are men, men that are bitch. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. you said bitch that are men. So I was no, like, I said bitches. I've I've met oh, okay, men okay, that man. are bitches. <laughs> and yeah. but I realized it's because there's just a misalignment there. Cause like I've met guys that just yeah. have their shit together, yeah. male and female, and they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's like there are some men that will tell themselves like, oh, that's like I'm not going to do the feminine energy. Blah, blah, blah. But you yeah. need that. Like, why do you Both. think some football players learn ballet? Why yeah. do you think some wrestlers learn ballet? Yeah, I can go in. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like I've learned that there, if there's a balance, mm -hmm. then you're amazing. Like one of my home, yeah. one of my very, very close friends near and dear to me, her name is Catherine. She works on movies and makes mm -hmm. shows and so on. And she recently had something like that where she was like so much in one that she was like, oh, yeah. fuck, I got to revisit the other one. And guess what? Everything Amazing. changed for her now that yeah. she's changed. She can work any room. She could talk to anybody. She yeah. could work any deal. She can make it happen, which goes back to my experience. That's my, been my experience is that if you have that energy, like balance, yeah. oh my God, dude, you are and unstoppable. I agree, I agree you know? 100%. What I was saying with this example is that different reality, different uh, experience. Yeah. So it doesn't mean, that's why I say that it's not about judging men or women. It's about empowering both <laughs> sex. It's about yeah, finding yeah. Uh, the balance. And, and yes, of course, uh, I feel like we're kind of a little lost as men in society well, now. Well, that's why I said that what I said, like, like, I believe I've witnessed and experienced that men can be emotional too, but in a yeah. different way because of something called nature versus nurture. Here's what I mean. On the average, social societal norms mm -hmm. will push a man to be more logical because it's more solutions. Yeah. Give me solutions, right? So that, that nudges them in that way because like how many women have you met that have been pushed to make all the decisions by themselves and they almost come across as more masculine. That, yeah. Right? But the very in the masculine energy. Yeah. Like my That's woman the nature was a versus very nurture. business 
oriented woman. She needed to grow strong. Yeah. And, and, and she was empowered. And then when I came in, I was very balanced. Like I do yoga, I do spirituality, mm -hmm. I do a chakra. I, I healed my masculine and my feminine energy. And when I do breath work, I cry every time. It's a release. It's probably the only time that I'll cry. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not very emotional in the rest of the thing, but I release there. I'm still in touch with both. Like you said, it's a balance. That's what you need. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of men are pushed either on one extreme. Yeah, it doesn't and, have to be extreme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when my uh, partner, she was very in a masculine energy. And when I arrived, she could tap in and just let herself be in her feminine energy because I a brought. Balance. Yeah, that's yeah, why I say that dude. it's about empowerment. That's where she recognized my strength. Now she doesn't need to be in control and logical about everything because I'm in charge. And I'm not saying I'm in charge like. I'm the boss. You do as I say. So you I'm, took your role and responsibility. She's a co role yeah, and responsibility. I came in and I brought the masculine, strong masculine energy. And I am balanced in masculine and feminine. But I took that role in the relationship. And she could get in touch with her feminine. And now we're a perfect balance. And, and like I said, she brought me a lot of good stuff. She's helping me tremendously. And I'm doing the same for her. So it's about empowerment. I think, not I think. What you're saying brings up a, a broader subject that we can get into it or maybe we don't have to. But so usually the hierarchy, mm -hmm. people will prioritize a hierarchy rather than a collaboration. Mm -hmm. So and the reason I'm saying this is because, like, look, when I was in the army, we had certain roles and responsibilities yeah. that we did have people like I can do it, too. And like <laughs> notice I didn't say what gender they were yeah. like, I could do it, too. And then they couldn't. All right. Because like a five foot seven, 185 guy from Kansas can't do the same thing that a five yeah. foot 11, 265 pound from, from Brooklyn can do. Yeah. That's what I meant. And I, in the army, I had to learn how to put people in certain places. Yeah. Right. And let's say I would have closed my eye and not do gender <laughs> and I would just uh, place them based on skill. Very often I would find that like it, the hierarchy didn't matter. It just mattered like what role, mm -hmm. skill and, and value do you add yeah. and just go from there. And I, I'm mentioning that specifically because when I look at what you just said, I have my role and my responsibility. She has her role and responsibility. Mm -hmm. Who's in charge? Who fucking knows? Yeah. You're in charge of what you're in charge of. She's in yeah. charge of what she's in charge of. It doesn't really hurt us though to try that out because like I see some, I'm going to go ahead and say incels that really like run with the whole like, I need to be in charge. Like of yeah. what? Of yeah. what? You know, like you live in your mom's basement. Not all of them live in their mom's basement, but you get my point. <laughs> yeah. There is this weird thing that people think that you need to defeat the other one yeah. to be in charge. That's that's and not again, that's kind of um, retarded backwards. Again, whatever. what I what I will say might might shock some some people or whatever. But again, you run your relationship and you do your business however it fits for you. Yeah. I'm I'm in charge and she know I'm in charge in the relationship mm -hmm. in terms of I value your opinion, but I feel like I have the last word. It not on everything, but I feel like it's like that. Is it is it perfect? Is it is it how it should be? I don't know, bro, because there's no rules. But let me but ask you something. Is this the same work? way for her? Like, does she have <clears throat> the last word in her affairs? In her affair, what do you mean? Like, for example, you're in charge of your life. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm just curious now. Yeah. You're in charge of your life. Yeah. Is she in charge of her life? Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. But you sure. see, but you see, and and I'm glad that we're bringing that distinction because that's where people have that emotional response to these conversations. They think yeah. Mike runs that woman, but you're <laughs> saying no, Mike runs Mike. Yeah, I have a partner that helps me. Yeah, my partner runs her life. I just help her. Yeah, but you see, that's where people get lost. Like that nuance gets yeah. lost. Like I love her. She can do whatever, bro. If she if she want to be blonde, if she want to brunette, if she want to do things, bro, she's her own person. Yeah. Like I respect her. I don't control her. She do whatever. When I say I'm in charge, it's she trusts me in that. That's again, that is based on how you want to do your relationship. Mm -hmm. 
it doesn't mean it's the perfect thing. It does. You can run your relationship in another way. I, I do mine this way. If I'm like, hey, babe, we're going to move to Texas and she let me find the house and she let me do things and I do things my way, she's okay with it. Like she agreed on that. Mm-hmm. Is Could it change? Yeah. And, 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 and does it mean that's the way that everybody should function? No. There's yeah. very successful business that run a certain way and there's very successful business that run a different way. So True. if in your relationship you want to say that, you both come into agreement of certain thing that's okay we decided when we got into relationship we sit down and that's we talked about boundaries and stuff like that and i was like hey this is how i view relationship how do you view relationship and then she told me we agreed and then we're functioning like that and it for us it's the perfect relationship perfect match we never have fight we talk we discuss communication is the most important thing in relationship i want you to listen to that right there because that that's kind of why i wanted to elaborate because some places will cut it short at that one i'm in charge whatever and then like it's a sound bite <laughs> and everybody's like no misogyny no no, yeah. no listen to what he said <clears throat> he's in charge of mike yeah he's in charge of mike mike's roles and responsibilities and his partner is in charge of her roles and responsibilities and when it came to the dynamic they sat down and had an honest conversation about mm-hmm. their perspectives their approaches and the dynamic there's a book called no more mr nice guy that we <laughs> talked about yeah. it's really amazing by a guy uh, author named glover robert i think it's robert glover but it's called no more mr nice guy i highly advise that you check it out because that one in terms of men right you don't have to be the dickhead cowboy to be a man like honestly you just don't uh and there's like this like something about when you have your core that you're just like you're fine like you said before like some guys are all worried about money and women and money and women and there's something my mom told me a long time ago that it's still another it's not her original quote she would always tell me if you live your life chasing women Women. you'll always find yourself short of money if you live your life chasing money you'll never find yourself short of women (laughs) and it's funny because shit she's right you yeah. know but anywho i digress for sure. like the yeah and and we talked i suggested like a reading for you it was the way of a superior man which is way of a superior yeah, man stu- uh, way david dida amazing relationship mm-hmm. coach and he's explaining for a man how to how women think and, and and what's their vision and stuff and the book was amazing and i bought dear lover which is the woman version mm-hmm. to understand how men think dear lover yeah that's for that's for uh um, men should read it too like we should always see both both side of the of the coin um <clears throat> and what i want to like what i want to focus my work on i help women and men but i focus on men because i can talk from experience that chasing women like you said and and chasing what society tell us and it's not going to bring you happiness. It's Even not, if you, if you have not sex d- with so many yeah. women, if you have the car, if you have this and that, that's what led me to depression and bankruptcy. It's not focusing on me, myself, empowering myself and, and, and wanting more women and getting lost. And I felt like for me, it was kind of an addiction. Women was coming easily in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm a good looking man. I, I had easiness with women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very sociable. So I kind of abused it and it led me into depression and, and that kind of stuff. But that's kind of what we see, you know, like um, Dan Bilzerian and all those guys on yacht and cars and then women. And, and, and I think men get lost in chasing in, that, in chasing everything. So gratefulness. And I have a journal of, 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 of for gratefulness that I, I just launched and I, I do it every day. Mm-hmm. I say things that I'm grateful in the present moment. Because if you can't be grateful for what you have now, you won't be grateful for what's coming. And I think everybody's chasing so hard to get things so fast. And when they achieve it, it's so empty. And my question to you is, if you think about, let's say, talking about happiness, right? If you think about your most, like your, your happiest moment in your life, 
what was it? I have a few in mind. Like, tell, tell us one or two. Uh, one, the first one that came to mind was seeing my daughter be born. Awesome. That was, that was definitely a highlight <laughs> of my life. Uh, another one was uh, seeing my son take his first steps. That's cool. Uh, another one that comes to mind immediately was being able to give my kids. There was a moment that I had the other, like, not too long ago when I realized my kids couldn't, re- my kids couldn't relate to me. Like, because they're little. They're kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They couldn't relate to me. And I was so filled with joy because I'm like, they cannot relate to me because I gave them something better than I had. So those are the first ones that come to mind. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, so most of your happiest moment, and, and it's like that for every everybody. Like yesterday, I did a breathwork session. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be asking breathwork for people that don't know what it is. It's, it's amazing. It's like meditation is really hard for a lot of people. It's a very advanced practice because a lot of people can't even shut down the mind. So yeah. it's hard to meditate. But breathwork... Don't worry about it. You won't think about anything. You're focused on breathing. Yeah. It's like Wim off, but a very a little bit different. It's more intense. Yeah. Uh, amazing. And I had probably the best experience ever in my life. Like it's it's because breathwork produced DMT. Um, so it's a uh, what's in uh, psilocybin. Yeah. So like very um deep profound experience. And yesterday when I connected with source through breathwork. I was like in that space that I was the happiest I've ever felt. Like I was, I felt like I was on, on, on MDMA and, and it was like, wow, natural, like not nothing. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And when you think about your happiest moment, it's not related to the car and the house and all that shit. Like, no, no, it, 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 it's cool. Like I'm not, I'm not like, yeah. oh yeah, my happiest moment is when I, when I, when I fuck all those girls. No, it, it's, it's not related to that at all. Like. When I, when I think about happy, I, I think about when I spend time with my, my, my girlfriend and my dogs. And, and I'm thinking about when I do things like breath work, yoga, the feeling that I get when I'm just present. When I'm present in the moment, like you were present watching your, your son take a step. You were present. You were like, if you were focused making million and you didn't show up at the, um, the hospital to see your, your woman giving birth, you would have missed that moment. True. So... A lot of people are so focused on money and stuff like that. That's why I want to help successful men to reconnect because I was there at the Mercedes, the nice fancy apartment. Um, I wasn't a happier. Like it's not because I have it. Don't get me wrong. It's okay to have abundance. It's okay to go for the Ferrari if you want a Ferrari. It's okay to go for the nice million dollar house. If, but be grateful for what you have and remember that this doesn't bring you happiness. You have to be present and be grateful for what you have now if you want to be able to go to the next level. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. If you're watching this and enjoying it, press pause for a second. Go to activemindsclub.com. Again, activemindsclub.com. Here you will have membership access to our exclusive networking events as well as behind the scene access to our guests where you yourself can ask them questions. Not to mention, at these events and in the community, you're gonna have access to the very mentors that are here sitting with us as well as many, many more that are doing cool things in stocks, marketing, cars, real estate, where we're going to have you have access to education, insights, how-tos, all things that you can apply to your life and business. That requires, maybe I'm wrong, that it seems to me that that requires a level of clarity. As in like, be specific in how you, so like, I'll give you an example. Like, let's say you're at a restaurant and they bring you the wrong order. Yeah. Like, do I send it back? Or <laughs> do I just like, ah, no, it's fine. You yeah. <laughs> just like, I said they're exactly. needed. Like I, I feel like the, it requires that like that bit of clarity and assertiveness, of like no, I'd like this. That's you know, like and boundaries. 
Bounty, like like exactly. we said, like so giving you a pure example that with, with the meal, like with, with women, okay? Mm -hmm. And and same thing when you chase apartment. Whatever you want to manifest and attract in your life, life will have a way to give you three on five of what you're looking for, then four on five, just to see. Yo, Mike, are you ready for the five on five or oh, not? Oh, I see. Are what you're you saying. ready, man? I'm gonna send you that woman that have almost everything on your boundary list, almost everything you're looking for. And it happened to me twice before my actual woman. Mm -hmm. I could have been in a relationship with them, but I was like, there is something missing. And then people, oh, if you're difficult, you're never gonna manifest. Don't listen to them. You can create your own reality mm -hmm. and life will test you. And probably you can relate as an entrepreneur, as a guy that is successful, that sometime you had a downfall happening or something happening that you thought was a bad thing and then led to something amazing that was so much better. And, and I have this <laughs> philosophy of you are where you're supposed to be and everything happened how it's supposed to be. And, and, and when you arrive today in the podcast, you're like, Fuck, it's, it's that kind of day that nothing happened like how it's supposed to be in this. And then I was like, yeah, bro, it's okay. Like, yeah, like that and, was and, fun. And, and we're like, <laughs> no stress about it, man. Like, e even if we started the podcast late or whatever, it's yeah. like, I'm not rushed. Like, okay, it was supposed to be. And there's no point stressing. Like, I yeah. had something uh, that, that after, I'll just delay it. Like, everything happened how it's supposed to happen. And there's no point stressing about it. And I feel people are very stressed. And they forget. That was my main thing for years. I forgot to live in the present moment. And mm -hmm. there's a powerful book uh, by Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Ooh, I don't know if you yeah. read it. Yeah, amazing. You're, you're not the last first, and I doubt you'll be the last to mention that book. No, it's amazing, and it's it's just to remind yourself that there's only the present moment. People live in the past or in the future. If you live, if you're depressed, it's because you live in the past or in the future because you don't have what you want to have, so you're depressed. And if you if if you always think about your ex or things that go wrong or people that live in the past, I used to be that guy, blah blah. blah you're living in the past. Bro, let it go. Speaking of living in the past, that requires you to put yourself in a different time and frame. Mm -hmm. And I, I, there has been two people that come to mind, and I brought them up to you, is Nora Vincent and Anna Akana. Anna Akana. <laughs> yeah. They both are women that put themselves in men's shoes yeah. to see what it was like. And it was funny because, like, they sound like Andrew Tate at the end of their thing. But I yeah. wonder how many men have done that. How many men have tried what, what Nora – and, by the way, mm -hmm. if you've never heard of Nora, Nora Vincent is a – Mm, was a rest feminist. in peace. Was yeah. rest in peace. Uh, was a feminist that did a social experiment where she went undercover and posed as a man. <laughs> uh, she was supposed to do it for 24 months, but she stopped her experiment 18 yeah. months in. Uh, she did face a lot of mental health issues and eventually ended up uh, taking her own life. And yeah. Anna Akana uh, is a content creator that is um, bisexual, and she did a social experiment where she said, yeah. you know, all my guy friends say that this is what it's like. <laughs> I want to see it. And then she went and started dating yeah. women. At the end, she made a, a digest. Yeah. So that's in case you've never heard of them. Um, but I do wonder, like, how, what are the guys right now doing out there? Because there's something about the scientific so, method that yeah. allows us to chuck all assumptions yeah. and start anew. So to answer, I'll answer it in two, in two different yeah. segments. So I found it very interesting. And as I said um, previously, it's like I can only talk per my experience because everybody, like if you if you ever read um, The Four Agreement by Miguel Ruiz or the, the Voice of Knowledge or stuff like that, he's saying that everybody create their own movie. You see the movie yeah. how you want to see it. Yeah. So think about if we're in a room right now. Mm -hmm. It's like if there's a theater and if someone is looking, he's looking through your eyes and the next theater is my eyes and mm -hmm. the next theater is two eyes. So everybody has a different perception of life yeah. based on their um, past experience, knowledge, whatever they bring, whatever is in the past for them, yeah. they see life as like that. So when we as a man talk about women, um, 
it's through our perception. So that's why it's hard to be like, this is how it is. Like, this is what I experience. And I know for a fact that being a man is really hard in society. I can tell because I I was there and I know a lot of successful men and I know a lot of men uh, that didn't have success and it's really hard. So I can understand why she said it's, and it crushed our identity being a feminist and then realizing that everything was kind of a lie and don't get me wrong maybe it's super hard for a woman too i don't know i'm not a woman mm-hmm. i like like i mentioned previously to read both women and men's book like I, I i i also wrote a book uh estelle estelle something she's a french coach for relationship mm-hmm. estelle perez and i wrote her book like i um there's i read about everything because i want to see the both perception but mm-hmm. at the end of the day I can only talk from my experience as a man. That's why I focus on helping men. I did. I do have clients as women and I changed their life. Like I have testimonial that girls are like, wow, you changed my life. Because what I teach is not, is not about being a woman, it, uh, a man or a woman. It's about being present, being spiritually aligned, being vibrating at a higher frequency. Mm-hmm. And when you do, that's where I want to bring the second point. Um, when you start vibrating at that higher frequency, men or women, doesn't matter you will attract what's good in this world. Good people, good business partner, and good life partner, relationship partner. Design. So no matter, uh, if, if, if you keep talking um, about you attracting, um, I don't like to say the word shit people because it's not about the people, it's about um, where they are in their journey. Yeah. So let's say you're a different place in your journey than those people and you keep attracting it. And that's why I, stu- I stopped kind of dating women for like almost six years. I was still seeing like in terms of, we all have needs. I was still seeing women and, 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 and I was not closed, but I wanted to be the version I wanted to be. So I want to attract this woman here, okay? I have to be that man here. Because if she's looking at me, at 24 fucking women doing things, she doesn't want that guy. Mm-hmm. Trust me, she wants that powerful man here. She doesn't here. want the fuck boy. <laughs> and I, yeah, and, I, and, and not even a fuck boy because yeah. I was honest with girl, yeah. but it's like, she's looking at me and she's like, it's not the man I want, I want this man. So if mm-hmm. I want this woman, I have to be this man. So same for women. If you want this man, you have to be this woman. You have to provide value. So when I got in tune with mm-hmm. my higher self and I became that man, now the women I, were, I, I was seeing and dating were a whole different breed. It was women that I was attracting. So if you don't like who you're dating, men or women, and if you don't like your job and stuff like that, it's coming from you. You're the only person to blame because it reflects your reality and who you are. If you That's don't a tough like pill it, to swallow for a lot of people though. Yeah. Because like what you attract isn't always what you should let in. One, but number yeah. two, that's a tough pill because like let's people t- like to blame bro people yeah, like to blame. like if you look at look what you just said if we take it and we dissect yeah. it it's like okay the man or the woman i'm attracting <laughs> is a reflection of me yeah the job and the money i'm attracting and so on and so on you're like oh yeah. fuck like but before we get into that how did you know that because you, you just use the example like if a woman's here looking at you you're like i want to i need to be this to meet yeah. the matcher fucking amen i love that yeah but what did it look like how did you know that you were here <laughs> so, how did you quantify that qualify that that um, so when I was uh, like a different place in my life, like, um, I attracted a bunch of women that were, I was very physical, you know, like I wanted girls to look a certain way and I could just have sex with a woman cause she was hot, not cause she was smart or anything mm-hmm. like that, which changed through the years. Like, fuck, what am I doing? Like, I, <laughs> like if I don't like a conversation, but if I don't like a conversation with you, why yeah. I'm having sex with you? I don't even like your energy. I just want you to shut up and we have sex. So 
wow, this is wrong. Like I shouldn't do things that way. It's like, I don't like you, but let's be business partner. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah, that's enough. So, um, that's when I realized that I was doing things the wrong way. And for me, I was seeking validation. Could be coming from healing trauma from either my, my, my mom or could be uh, trauma from the past. Everybody has their own thing. From zero to seven years old, you build your personality and you build your subconscious mind. And then you evolve in life with that. Knowing that, it's like I had to look at myself. Like, so all the women, the, the five girlfriend I had, except the first one, they all cheated on me. All of them. And the last one was a straight up prostitute, like having sex for money. I'm not saying it to be mean. I discovered it two months after I was in the relationship. I even forgive her. I was like, if you stop, we can build something. Like, I'm not perfect and it's okay. I forgive mistake. But she kept being a prostitute and behind my back. So I had to leave the relationship. But even there, it was hard for me. It took like a year, a year and a half. And when I got done with the relationship, bankrupt and depressed, I was like, wait. Like, she's not the only person to blame. I should have lived a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Like, why did I inflict this to myself? So that's when I understood where I was and who I needed to become if I wanted to be that man. You know what I mean? So I looked at myself in the mirror mm -hmm. and I was like, all those women are a reflection of who I'm attracting. I need to change my thinking. I need to change the man that I am. I need to change my vibration in order to have what I want. And this is in business, this is for houses, this is for money, whatever. Like, um, as a business guy, you also hear it. It's like an investor mindset and, 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 and like someone that is a spending mindset. So somebody's gonna be like, um, okay, Mike, I wanna do your program. I'm like, okay, this is X money to do the program. Wow, that's a lot of money. That's a, a, a good investment, you mean. Like, this is an investment, it's not spending money. Buying your Louis Vuitton is a spending. Mm -hmm. Investing in yourself is an investment. Investing in your business is an investment. So different um, success rate, different talk. And you've probably seen it in business. So yeah. it's the same with relationship. So I understood where I was. And I was like looking at people, like I said. You look at people like Ed Cartole, Miguel Ruiz, Tony Robbins, like, like guys that I respect. And I'm like what do they have in common? And I started studying them. I started reading their book. I, st I started trying things. And, and one book that changed my life was The Four Agreement because I started living, when I got depressed and after all that, um, I started getting money. I was making good money. Like uh, back in the day, 150,000 a year. I had brand new Mercedes, brand new apartment, luxury life, especially in Montreal. It's a lot of money. And um, going to the restaurant five times a week, I was living the dream. And I was like, wow, what's next? Like a bigger car, a bigger apartment. I, I'm, I'm kind of depressed. So I left for Bali, sold everything, left for Bali. And I found Miguel Ruiz's book at one point. And mm -hmm. I read so many books, but reading book, if you don't apply it or really understand it and you just want to read for money, you're doing it wrong. It's like the first time I read Think and Grow Rich and now I'm reading it. Whoa, bro, it's a totally different <laughs> book. That's when you understand <clears throat> that you evolved. So from that day, I was like, I'm going to live my life on those four agreements. And we were talking about judgment at the beginning of the podcast, you know? And everybody judge that there's two voice in your head. Mm -hmm. There's somebody that here, this is your true self. And there's the voice talking because who's hearing, who's talking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you're going to notice that often the voice talking is not saying any good shit. Like it's going to be like insecurity about the past or the future. I'm not good enough, this and that. And the I'm not good enough is going to fuck you up. And judgment, it's always going to come a thought or insecurity. Even when I, I do cold bath, before I go in the cold bath, Every time I'm like, why am I doing that? Why am I going putting my, myself in the cold water? That voice will always be there. It's learning to control it and not let it dictate your life. 
So judgment will always be there. It's just, do I want to act on it or not? That's kind of like you evolve and you become that man and looking at all those guys that inspire you, you can take the best that you like out of them and you can be, this is who I want to become. And this will help you to become the version you want to be. And then you know when you are. There's, there's, you know when you are. Have you ever heard of a book called Shut Your Monkey? No. <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're resonating with anything that he's saying Oh, the monkey here, mind. The monkey yeah, mind. exactly. Oh, yeah, there, yeah, there's something. Okay, there's a book it. called Shut Your Monkey. Highly <laughs> recommend it. It's a blue cover. It's a banana on it. You can't miss it. Shut <laughs> Your Monkey. Um, and, it, and it delves deep into that. Yeah. Um, my, my, the book that gave, like, I guess my, my Edgar Ruiz moment was Anthony Bourdain. A I book called Kitchen name. Confidential. Mm. Uh, in that book, not only did I become a massive Anthony Bourdain fan, <laughs> because one thing I, I had a problem with is like I've never had a celebrity that I'm like I need to meet him. Mm -hmm. uh, there's only been two, three people in my life ever that I can say I've always wanted to meet them, uh, and one of them is Anthony Bourdain. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna have the chance I would be <coughs> with ever. But that book for me is was he dead? that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he committed suicide. Oh, well, shit. well, well, that's another topic, but yeah, some yeah, believe yeah. he didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, his book, Kitchen Confidential, his way of approaching life was so powerful to me that it definitely changed because I traveled a lot mm -hmm. and I still travel. And um, he changed the way that I traveled. Um, and his approach was always about meet people where they are. That's yeah. where I learned that from. Meet yeah. people where they are. That's amazing. L hear them out. Learn from literally everyone yeah. around you. And he definitely inspired the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, hell, I even have like some of his like he even the comics by the way like comic books and stuff like that. Um, but he, he was a chef. Um, he was a former sex, drugs, and rock and roll guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kitchen saved his life. Becoming oh, a chef, a chef. Okay, changed yeah. his life um, yeah. because there was an alchemy to food. And there's like he actually is the personification of something. I learned that the best way to learn a language or visit a new world is through love and food. And oh, yeah. that was what he yeah. taught me. And I definitely, I resonate that with, with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, he actually is the reason that, it's funny you mentioned Napoleon Hill. There's a book called Outwitting the Devil. Have you ever read that one? Mm, no, from Napoleon? For no, uh, yeah, Napoleon I'll, I'll Hill. I'll check it. Yeah, cool. it's, it's, it's basically a conversation with himself, really. But in the book, he's personifying the devil and, and mm -hmm. talking to him. And but it's definitely something to, to <clears> explore. Um, by the way, take a quick break as we're talking about this, and here are some of the books that we've mentioned so far. It's No More Mr. Nice Guy. It's Outwitting the Devil. It's Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. Uh, it's Shut Your Monkey. And one that you brought up is way, so, The Way of Superior Man. Yeah, Think yeah. and Grow Rich, The Power yeah. of Now. Yeah. The, the Power of Now, sorry, yeah, by Eckhart Tolle. On my link on my bio, I have a bunch of books. I can add those two. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. And like sharing something, being vulnerable here, it's like um, – like seeing myself as a smart guy and stuff, it's like sometime in the past, like coming out of ego, I thought I was better than people. Mm -hmm. and, 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 then, and then you're like, oh, I'm so much better. And then you don't take time to listen people. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm still working on all that. It's like when I meet people, I'm still like, okay, everybody has something to teach you. Mm -hmm. We're all one consciousness. Like yeah. listen to that person instead of judging. Because like I said, nobody's perfect. Everybody's kind of judging. Everybody has their preconceived idea. Um, so that's what i'm working every day it's kind of like listen to people and be present and in order to listen to people you need to be present you need to be Amen. like okay what does this person has to teach me and hearing not only when people can bring you something like in terms of finance or money or whatever but just being there for people like and listening and and i was kind of like you i never like idol people or, or celebrity or stuff like that i respect people like that do good 
and I'm 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 happy to meet them. Uh, but I believe everybody's kind of equal. Everybody's doing their work, and mm -hmm. I love some people like when they're doing the work and helping people. I respect it. Fuck yeah. Um, now, as you're watching this or listening to it, you want to press pause, go over a few <laughs> things. He, I wanted to extrapolate some of the finer points, the bullet points, really, of what uh, Mike is laying down. So the first thing that we went into was comparison is a thief of joy. He starts to talk about the foundation. Um, and by the way, male or female watching this, it pretty much applies. The, the idea of the, 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 the men and manifest destiny came along the lines because there, there is a little bit of weird imbalance right now in the information that's being put out there. But I digress. Let's go back to what we're talking about. Bullet points. Comparison is a thief of joy. So as a guy or man, dude, whatever you choose to call yourself, um, definitely take a moment to realize what he gets into is like if you take a moment to realize that if you're constantly comparing, it's, it's, it's a fruitless labor. It's a zero-sum game. You're not really getting anything. You're not gaining anything. It's okay to learn from exterior and variables and so on. But if you're sitting there comparing to yourself, it's a fool's errand. Um, after that, he goes into roles and responsibilities. And what that means is like some people are so focused on hierarchies. Um, Mike is basically saying we have a collaboration. And even it's funny, too, because we arrived there from two different experiences. Yeah. But we came to the same idea of collaboration. Next thing after that is power is balance. The, the real power that you're going to have, that gut, that unfuckable with, it comes down to balance. We talked about male and feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Definitely dig it deeper into that. And as he said, study the other side. Study people that are not like you that completely contradict your nature because there's something to learn there from everyone. And another one that I personally love is my personal mantra, which is create, don't compete. That's why you focus on your foundation, your mm -hmm. core, because then you're only focused on creating. You're not focused on competing yeah. or comparison or anything because you're just creating and manifesting. Another one is that learn the difference between anecdotal, right, and common. Anecdotal means my experience, Mike's experience. We're talking from anecdotally having our experiences, our perspectives. We're not saying that this is the way it is. So if you're noticing that you're triggered by an opinion, why the hell does it trigger you? Yeah. That's something to look into. And then after that, we started talking about the toxic versus to, tonic. Um, yeah. To, to, to put more emphasis on opinion and stuff. I think that now society, everybody is so sensitive. They don't take time to hear people. They hear one thing that they don't like. They react. In everything, business, relationship, politic, every. Why are you so emotionally triggered? Like you can't even have conversation with people anymore. Like, bro, it's okay. One of my best friends. Yeah. has a different politic opinion and different business opinion than me and he's, he's one of my business partners and stuff and we're always laughing and I'm, I'm making joke on him he's making joke yeah and i don't take it personal because he has the right to his opinion and that's why we live in society like everybody should have the right to their own opinion yeah and and it's okay why like that's that's um one of the four agreements don't take anything personally yeah like bro what i'm saying is just my vision of thing and why i'm not attached to it is because what i think now in 10 years from now could change. Like I could have a totally different experience in a business that I put a woman in, in, in um, power in my business and she did way better than men. And, and then I could be like, oh, okay, based of experience, this is working amazing with, with a woman in power here. Yeah. And this, if I put a man here, I see more result. And, and you could see different experience. So at the end of the day, it's based on experience, like you said, and people tend to judge and get so sensitive about that stuff. And exploration is the difference between tonic and toxic. I'm glad that you said that because that is where we're wrapping up things is there's tonic and then there's toxic. Like right now, there's been toxic masculinity that's everywhere. In fact, you've even had people say, hey, there's toxic femininity and yeah. so on and so on. The tonic, the, the solution that I have noticed and, and, and even in talking to you, I'm seeing like, oh, shit, that there's something to that theory is that mm -hmm. is just shutting the fuck up and listening. 
listening to each other. We got there to the same conclusion, <clears throat> and you yeah. and I got there completely different avenues. Yeah, but we can't, we literally are sitting on the same page and looking at him like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as we say that, look up something called ikigai. I K I G A I ikigai, and it's something is really cool. It's an Eastern from Japan. Um, it's basically like, what am I good at? What is the world gonna pay me for? And what do I love doing? And long story short, I think that you should at least give it a, a, a try. And if you already have, revisit it. Maybe you did it wrong the mm -hmm. first time. Maybe you find that you your approach changed. Yeah. Um, as we wrap up, I wanted to give you the floor and ask you a question, man. Yeah. Over the next 12 years, because you're focused on here and the now. Yeah. But let's let's indulge me for a second. In the next 12 yeah. months, what's something you're really looking forward? Months? In the next 12 months, yeah. Okay. What's something you're looking forward to and grateful for yourself? Uh, helping more people. Now I'm building Road to Abundance, mm -hmm. which for me, the power comes to focusing on yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you said, if you don't compare and you focus on yourself, you can evolve as a human. Yeah. So increase your vibration, becoming a better person, becoming a better human. And if you want to compare, compare yourself to the person you were the day before and a month before. So what I'm excited for is helping even more people uh, to get in tune with their happiness, their abundance, and seeing what really life is about. Like when you get rid of all the ego and all the the toxic stuff mm -hmm. so that really excited about it so i launched road to abundance i want to help as many people as i can that's my focus for the next 12 months uh i'm moving into a house with my girl so like nice congrats yeah i was moving from la so we just moved to her place we went for in montreal for the summer so i'm excited for just moving in a house settling down um a little bit more and just like having a even a better relationship like building something big with her and just improving my companies and stuff. So I'm super driven right now. I found what I was my purpose and your purpose can change. That's what I wanna tell people, young people, like women and men, it doesn't matter. Your purpose can change. What you find at 21, 22, 25, it can change. And you can do it for a few years and then be like, okay, I'm ready for a change and change your purpose. That's okay. So I wanna help people to get in tune with themselves and raise the uh, vibration of the consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I'm writing uh, two books. So this is starting now. I'm just finding like the right people. And uh, yeah, so super excited for those projects. And just, I keep working on myself. I'm gonna host um, a conference, like an event mm -hmm. um, next year. And I'm also gonna start hosting like Breadwork Live really? event. So on, on Instagram and stuff. So yeah, that, that's kind of like what I'm doing now is just helping people to realize like that we're all amazing human and to get in touch with yourself. I look forward to checking that out, man. <laughs> Thank um, you for having me, man. Oh, absolutely. It's been a pleasure, dude. Um, and I'm glad that we touched on this topic. Uh, although we do talk a lot about, you know, business and so on. Remember Active Minds. And I've said this to you a million times. I don't know what episode you're up to, but if you've never watched this episode, I'm going to say it again. Active Minds, our whole goal here is to explore and learn to the perspective and experiences of those that are paving their own lane. Then we brainstorm a little bit. We have a little fun with it. We see what their experiences can teach us and how we can apply it to ourselves. And of course, the whole idea of that is for us to move smarter together. I want to give a huge thanks to hands-free gummies, hands-free automation, and vegan gummies. <laughs> I butchered that. They're going to be like, what are you doing? So hands-free automation and vegan gummies have been an awesome sponsor and friend, keeping this machine moving forward, putting us in front of people like Mike Chabot. Mm -hmm. And of course, you. Please remember, as we wrap this up, move smarter together create don't compete stop <laughs> fucking comparing and let us know how it goes catch you in the next time so guys as we're wrapping up we want to remind you that we have our membership program now available on activemindsclub.com activemindsclub.com 
grab yourself a seat. See you there.